Hi, this is Benjamin Light. And this is Marco Sparks. And we're doing another episode of Greedo Shot First, our Star Wars podcast for people who don't like Star Wars fans. Seems more or less accurate. We haven't done one of these in a while, figured we should. There's not a ton of new stuff to talk about, but some minor little tidbits here and there. I guess we can start with uh, Supreme Leader Snoke. Hmm. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's his Supreme name. Supreme Leader. Uh, Snoke, S-N-O-K-E. That is who, what's his face, uh, Gollum is playing there. What is that guy's name, Andy Serkis? Mm-hmm. All motion capture, apparently. They released a picture, part of the Vanity Fair stuff, with him in like a all mocap suit with dots all over his face so of course even though his name is snoke i keep wanting to say smoke it's snoke but people still think maybe he's actually darth plagius Mm. maybe that that rumor won't die um snoke it's kind of like it's like snape and smoke mixed together hmm i mean that's a very very much a villain name anytime you can fit like an s in like a sneer you know just the, the sound of it snoke also uh villains are the kinds that need that reassurance that they are the supreme leader mm-hmm. presumably of the first order yeah which sounds like just some sort of like weird like quasi like cult movement or something like that mm-hmm. so you can like uh do a Google image search and see a lot of like side by side photos of the the motion capture thing from Vanity Fair with these like is this leaked art of the character or not? Um, a lot of not great pictures. They're trying to suggest that he might actually look like. Yeah, I mean a lot of that concept art. Who knows that they're going to use it or not? You know, like yeah. I mean, if you've ever watched any of the making of or like the prequels, you'd know that like they would just have like Lucasfilm artists draw like, you know, 20 different versions of Darth Maul and then just like or, pick one. Well, not even like ones that were clearly never going to be Darth Maul. Yeah. Like, Sith witch. Yeah. They're just like, you know, just like draw some villains or draw some weird aliens and then we'll just well, like, see which ones we like. It's kind of funny how like a lot of the, uh, design work of the clone Wars cartoon came out of like Phantom mm-hmm. Menace, you know, uh, concept images. <sighs> yeah. So that's Snoke. Um, we had a couple leaked photos. Um, apparently, Admiral Akbar's or or another Mon Calamari, although people seem to think it's Akbar is going to be the movie. Mm-hmm. Leaked photo of him. Leaked photo of uh, Nayan Num or Nayan Num mm-hmm. from Solist. A lot of rumors that Solist is one of the planets in the movie. I, I know I've seen a lot of mentions of that mm-hmm. over the past several months. So maybe like the icy snow planet is Solist. Mm-hmm. We shall see. The original name Numb was a like a puppet. Um, I wonder if they actually just like found like a short person and like put makeup on him for this one. Hey Kenny Baker, what are you doing? Yeah, and then um, or Warwick Davis. Oh no, he's taller than that though. He's like okay. like the guy. He'd be like the guy from Lost Girl, like the weird little short dude who runs a bar. Oh, like that size guy. Okay. Uh, and or then like best and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You watch that show, right? I have seen an episode with you. You won't watch anymore. I've seen two episodes. I take that back. Mm. Yeah, and then Greg Grunberg, we saw his costume, which is an X-Wing outfit. 
Uh, similar to Poe Dameron's, only he has a blue helmet rather than a red helmet, so maybe he's like blue leader or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen these mentions, and I can't tell if they're joking or not, but people are seem to be saying that his character's name is Gorwin. First name, Gorwin. And his full name is Gorwin Porkins, and he's mm. the son of Porkins. <laughs> Which I, I can't decide whether or not that's brilliant or terrible. <laughs> I mean, everybody be... remembers Porkins. This episode is going to be the solely Son of Porkins episode. That's all mm-hmm. we're going to talk about now. Son of Porkins. There's Chip our Tono time. Porkins. I mean, Porkins was always kind of ludicrous. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, there's this one fat pilot. His name is Porkins. But everybody remembers him. So maybe this is just like a just a weird joke on by JJ on his good friend Greg Runeberg. He's like, sure, he can be in Star Wars. He can be Porkins' kid. If uh, <laughs> if you need a good laugh, just go to the like uh, like Wikipedia like listing for Porkins. It's okay. long. <laughs> oh, it's probably full of stuff from like comics and yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's it's a lot. It's like all of these like uh, eulogies uh, <laughs> that like Wedge and Biggs Darklighter have delivered about Porkins. How would so Biggs deliver one? I don't. I, so I'm showing Biggs you. Biggs died like 20 minutes later. Yeah. It's just like so long, Tiki. You will be avenged. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking Porkins. Mm. Uh, and then we, yeah, two leaks. The stills. This is, I don't know, from maybe like a trailer, different trailer cut or something. I mean, these are images from the movie. Mm. One is Falcon cockpit. You have Han in the pilot seat there. Ray's in the co-pilot seat and Chewie's behind in like the Leia seat. No Chewie. I'm sorry, uh, Finn is behind in the Leia seat. No Chewie. Ouch. Yeah. What's funny is uh, while doing a Google image search there, I found a behind-the-scenes photo where it's presumably from like around this thing where it's, mm-hmm. there's Finn, there's Daisy Ridley, there's John Boyega, there's Harrison Ford, and there's uh, Chewie. And it's like not, you know, a still from the movie. It's clearly just like a photo taken in the cockpit. Yeah, yeah. It's I interesting. Mean, I guess Chewie's, I don't know, manning the guns right now or who knows what. Could be, could be working on some repairs um yeah it's just like han's looking over at, at daisy ridley there who looks kind of like lost in thought or something like she just realized something mm-hmm. well like uh john boyega's like staring off like he's looking ahead yeah yeah he's got he's just seen something um but always nice to see a frame of film we haven't seen and then the other one is of Donald gleason who apparently is some sort of like Imperial general. It looks like he's on like the bridge of a starship or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chrome Trooper is standing next to him. Captain Phasma. Captain Phasma. Um, and kind of like looking at him as he's, he looks like he's looking at some like, like holographic readouts or something like that. Mm-hmm. He has like a kind of scowl on his face. He looks mean. Yeah. He has like weird sideburns. He looks, it's like the first time I've seen uh, several roles where I have seen Domino Gleason not look like a ineffectual tool yeah exactly like he looks like i really thought like what are you guys talking about that's obviously not domino gleason he's not like being like the ginger uh uh oh i can't remember his fucking name now hugh grant mm-hmm. here <laughs> yeah everything i've seen him in he he almost seems miscast in a lot of stuff i've seen him in where he's just like this kind of bumbling nice guy uh, like maybe this, this maybe this will be a better look for him is just like the asshole well, the, the look on his face here, I feel like his audition was like J.J. Abrams just made him shoot like a caged puppy or something. Mm-hmm. Like He looks mean. I like it. Well, he's got the imperial sideburns. Yeah. 
Imperial Burns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are all the, the main leaks. Everything else is just like just random, like, you know, some toy company in like Russia or something had like, you know, like a picture with like art of the, the new characters or something. It's just like really, really random stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the main debate right now is seemingly because no new real spoilers have leaked in like four months. Mm-hmm. All anyone can talk about is whether who who Ray's parents are, whether mm-hmm. or not is she an orphan, is she a daughter of Han Solo, or is she a daughter of Luke Skywalker? And that's pretty much go to any Star Wars forum. That's all they've been talking about for the last four months. There's no new information, so all they can do is argue mm-hmm. about like why it would be better to have it as one way or the other. Um, I don't know. And to me, it seems most likely she'd probably be a solo. But she could certainly be a Skywalker. I don't think it makes that much of a difference. Uh, but no. some people have very strong opinions about this on the internet. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I would like her to be related to one of them. Um, but I also don't think I'd be that bothered if she was an orphan. I just wouldn't. Would it upset you if Luke Skywalker did not have a descendant? No. You wouldn't feel like they're giving short shrift to Luke Skywalker's character. I don't really spend all that much time like wondering like what where Luke's sticking it, you know. Um, the guy can't even hold on to his lightsaber. Apparently, it's floating through space at the start of this movie. Plus, I think we talked about before that it makes a lot of sense that it would be Kira Ray and Kylo Ren. It would, yeah. We'll see. Although Kylo Solo is a weird name. They're all kind of weird names. I mean, like Kylo, Ren, Kylo Ren Solo, that works. But like, if you just call them Kylo Solo, I think that you need the Ren. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Snoke, do you have to be the supreme leader? Snoke. I wonder, wonder if they're like going to give us a first name for Snoke in like 40 years. And it's like Sheev. It's apparently Palpatine's first name, which I don't know why they felt the need to give him a first name. When did they do that? Oh, this was like, I don't know, in the past year. It's not one of the new books. I think it was maybe the Tarkin books. They were like, by the way, Palpatine's first name is Sheev. Like S-H-E-E-V. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the rumors we've been seeing is that Ewan McGregor, and I don't know how much of this is really a rumor as much as like somebody stuck a mic in his face and asked him a question, but he's apparently like wouldn't mind coming back to, to the role of Obi-Wan. Uh, there have been various other rumors that they're planning to do like an Obi-Wan anthology movie or maybe like a whole trilogy of Obi-Wan movies. How do you feel about this? I feel like in 20 years we're going to find out Obi-Wan's middle name. And it's Hank. God. What if it's just Ben? Everyone's like, oh, great. <laughs> that that really added to it. You're going to find out because there'll be a toy that has it in quotes in the middle. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, Ben, Kenobi. Yeah, so Obi-Wan movie. I mean, I think we've uh, beaten the conversation into the ground in this podcast of how I feel about prequel stories in general. Mm. Um, but if they were to do one of these, I guess maybe we could talk about what what kind of what kind of movie would an Obi-Wan movie be? I mean, I if if they're going to do any sort of prequel-ish story, I wouldn't mind seeing Ewan McGregor get another shot. I mean, he's well, best—he's the best thing about the prequels by far. Well, here's the thing, too. He's the last living human relic of the prequels that either 
we as an audience universally don't hate mm -hmm. or who as an actor and a participant in the prequels has not verbally like taken a huge dump on them. Yeah. Like you would, I don't think for any amount of money you would get Natalie Portman back. And I don't think a lot of people are like, gosh, I'd really like to see Hayden Christensen saddle up and mm -hmm. all over again. I feel like most people would be down to see another Obi-Wan movie. Everybody likes Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Uh, and I think, feel like a lot of people feel like he got like a, he got a bad, he got a raw deal. Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan as a character, he had his moments, but he, I don't know, he never got like the, the, the arc that he deserved, I feel like. <laughs> the full potential of how amazing he is is summed up in my favorite moment from Attack of the Clones. We're here to rescue you. Good job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, you he was, he, it was a, kind of a thankless role. He just had to be like, the, the straight man, the kind of, you know, scolding teacher never really got to have a ton of fun. I well, mean, he's he, got they that, did what he could with them. And he's Attack got the like clones. the glint in his eye in like one scene with uh, Liam Neeson mm -hmm. and Phantom Menace. And I think rightly so, they realized that they needed like that kind of roguish character. And he was the closest thing they had to it. But um, it, it didn't totally work because he also had to be the more by the book master to Anakin at the same time. <laughs> that business on Cato pneumonia did not did not happen <laughs> but i mean you know just as much as i also want to equally drench in amber for all the ages the uh this storm will slow them down looks pretty bad <laughs> the, the best line in the prequels right there yeah, yeah. best exchange this storm will slow them down looks pretty bad oh i was reading something somewhere isn't like it revealed in one of the books that it was like Captain Panaka after he got fired was like the one who revealed that uh, to somebody that like uh, Padme has like doubles. That's like where that security leak came from or something like that. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know where I read that. You got like space aids or something. Yeah, that actor didn't want to come back. Panaka sucked. I mean, it's not like Typho was any better, but man, those guys are those guys and Rick Oley, huge disappointments. Like, oh, Rick Oley, he's like the captain of their like fighter squadron you're like this guy must be cool nope rick i mean poe po dameron looks like how we we thought rick oldie would look you know like that's what like uh your brash your, like young fighter pilot like cool guy would look like rick oldie is that guy where it's like the actor like he just keeps popping up in other things and i just stared him for the longest time like trying to figure out where i know him yeah. from <laughs> well, it's like this guy's your like fighter pilot captain he looks like he's fucking 50 yeah and he's wearing like a robe Mm -hmm. Oh, that reminds me of a, a, another pet peeve. Uh, speaking of this Obi Wan movie, I was thinking about you know what this movie could be and whether or not like how Obi Wan would be dressed, and it, it reminded me of how annoying it is that they decided that the Jedi outfit was basically like what people in Tatooine wear. Because hmm. you know, once upon a time, like Obi Wan and like Luke's outfits on Tatooine, you just assumed in the original Star Wars movie that that was just how you would dress in a desert planet and then suddenly right. it became like the outfit of the Jedi, right. which doesn't make a whole lot of sense uh, retroactively because why would like the last Jedi in the galaxy be wandering around like a Jedi uniform? Right. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, talk about standing out, but uh, mm -hmm. like go back to like some of the uh, original concept art, the uh, mm -hmm. like, like Anakin Starkiller and all that kind of shit. And there's, there's all kinds of like goggles and like, Almost steampunkian design. A lot of outfits. I think a lot of that is we're gonna see with Ray in the new movie. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Obi Wan movie. Let's let's see if we can do a little brainstorm and come up with uh, you know, 
come up with a concept for what, what we would think would be an acceptable and, and watchable Obi-Wan movie for poor so Ewan McGregor. I was thinking about this while we were having lunch, just, just playing in the back of my mind. So mm-hmm. I feel like you need some kind of, I'm going to spit off, but you need some kind of uniform, where obviously you know how the, the main episodes start. There's always like that kind of the, the legend, and then you kind of move down in space or move up in space or whatever, and there's your thing. So the, I feel like the uh, the little side movies need something too. But say uh, you have your legend, you pan down to like a ship, you hang on at the ship for a minute as it flies past the space station. We move into the window of the space station, one long continuous shot to the bar, and there's Ewan McGregor just having a drink looking around looking pretty miserable it's, then we cut it's fascinating how similar your concept is to mine we have not talked about this at all then you cut to somewhere else and i think the thing that i would love to see kick off because i i didn't get the impression when i was thinking back to what i remember Ranger the sith as he hands over the baby to that uh uh you know desert planet white trash i don't think he's necessarily saying like okay now i'm gonna move three miles over there and just keep constant eye on you i feel like you'd do that later so wherever he is, I feel like then you do something where it's like somebody gets murdered and there's like a mystery. And that's what leads Obi-Wan like out of hiding and, and copious drinking. And then like, I feel like you have to have him obviously interact with some some bad people, maybe some bounty hunters, maybe some just like uh, space mafia. You want to have him interact with like the Empire just a little bit on the fringes. Because obviously his interactions can't get back in an intelligence way to like Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, like, so like, let me let me let me give you my my like opening that I was thinking of. Okay, uh, you know, you start out in space, obviously. Not you don't want to like mirror a New Hope too much here, but something where some some spaceship is being like chased to the planet by mm-hmm. not Imperials, but just on like pirates or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and this you know ship like kind of quasi crash lands on the planet and Tatooine, you know, like near Mos Eisley and. This kind of like extended action sequence where, you know, seemingly protagonist, I think it's a, it's a young woman, a princess, um, gets to the can- the cantina and most icely, mm-hmm. like rushes inside. She's looking around for help. No one will help her. Uh, and then we see over in the corner, deep in his cups, shit faced is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm. I think he's, he, you know, he, he brought Luke to uh, Tatooine and, he had some rough years there where he was just an alcoholic for like five years. And now he's he's almost like kind of like in like the, the Mad Max role to Furiosa here where the, the whoever this princess is who like she's going to need his help. He's going to help her out and, you know, try to like get over his own like grief and loss and whatever. See, if you were doing just a, like a single solo Obi-Wan in between movie, I would totally have him based you know, from the get-go on Tatooine. If it was, like, your idea is to go in and try to make three movies, I would have it where... Well, I guess I'm just going for one movie here. Okay. I, w- I would say, like, I would have it where, it, like, the, the setup to the last act of the first movie is, like, you know, as they're all gathered and they know they have to go someplace to save somebody or do something, and Obi-Wan's like, like, where, does the sig- where did the signal stop or whatever? And someone's like, Tatooine. And then you have that look on Obi-Wan's face, just like, God damn it. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, I think this is, this is a movie where he, he gets pulled off the planet to go help something out. Um, and I, if you really want to like tie this into, you know, the sequels and whatnot, you have him knock this chick up so she can have, you know, Obi-Wan ancestors later that can come up in the, uh, you know, the sequel movies. <laughs> I mean, you could do something where it's like, 
in the in the expanded universe there's this whole concept of like the hapes cluster which is like this whole cluster that wasn't really imperial or like rebellion it was just like a you know separate like royal like dynasty ruled that area Mm. and there's all sorts of like intrigue and whatnot like something like that where the empire maybe is not directly involved you know so obi-wan is just you know fighting against you know just helping helping somebody out not against the empire directly well i think his thing is that he's uh people keep coming to him for help it's not something he's like seeking out. He's not putting mm-hmm. out there. Like, yeah, he's yeah. for hire or anything like that. Yeah, I think he's he's like an alcoholic basically at the start yeah. of the movie. Yeah. And he's, you know, getting pulled away. Maybe there's something about this girl. I mean it's it always bugged me that like he had like no romantic anything in the prequels, but I feel like he he needs a romance. My my movie would be like a, a romance like uh almost like a road trip type movie, you know, on on the run from whoever trying to help this princess or whoever out see i don't think i would do a romance i think i would do something where like it's uh it, it's a romance that's never like copulated you know never acted on um that should be at least one so come but on. i would have obi wan has got to get some where obi-wan's sitting at the bar and he's just you know looking around and like you know being miserable like looking around at all the shitty people he's surrounded by whatever bar he's in and like he'll just glance across the other side of the bar and like there's a there's a woman there's like an alien guy and like when the woman looks away the alien guy puts a pill in her drink and so when the alien guy looks <laughs> away Obi Wan uses the force Obi Wan uses the force to like switch the cups that's awful that's so awful <laughs> no I think Obi Wan Obi Wan needs to get some he needs a little romance in his life so basically it'd be like a, a Star Wars slash like pillow book crossover uh, like star wars like midnight run maybe or um mm. you know something something where it's these two they're traveling together he maybe has to like escort her home like i, I don't know i mean there's a lot of different ways he go she could be a prisoner he needs to return he could be helping her out uh, obviously they would you know start out disliking each other then you know have that that special moment one night and we then, talk about how like and then you a little were... obi-wan comes about nine months later you McGregor is like the actor who I thought would have a much bigger career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, well he's he's been in like a weird funk for like the past like ten years. I mean and like like, like uh, Jack in the, the Giant Slayer movie. Great great hair though. Great mm-hmm. great beard. But like uh when he like was the villain in like the Tom Hanks movie. No, I was like on one hand I was Dan like Brown movie. Yeah, I was like, you know, that, that's good. I like, I like you, McGregor. I like to see him getting work. I like to, you know, I'd rather watch him as a villain than somebody else. But it's like, mm-hmm. and I think like, why isn't he, you know, Robert Langdon, or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, why, why is it the only time that I see you and McGregor now? It's like he's on a nightly talk show asking mm-hmm. about like whether or not Louis C.K. is going to suck his dick. Yeah. Well, I think the trick of the Obi Wan movie is that you have to have a reason for him to come off the planet, but then you have to also have a reason to put him back on Tatooine at the end of it. That's why I think you basically just needs to have like a a little adventure and then go back. Yeah. I think that's why you just start him off and then you just kind of ground him there. But why would he be off the planet? I'm thinking that maybe it wasn't his initial idea to sit there and just watch over Luke. Um, I feel like then, then you're introducing like a lot of retconning. Hmm. Now's the time for it. I don't know. To me, it makes sense for him to be in, in you know, you can do the old cantina scene again. Have him yeah. in Tatooine at the start of the movie. Bring him off. You know, get off Tatooine pretty quickly, and then he comes back at the end. Maybe heartbroken. Yeah. 
or you know maybe you know whatever happens on his adventure kind of renews his faith in the force or something he's going to go watch luke and kind of do his job swelling music as he finally confronts the princess and silhouette and the sun's rising behind them and he's just like and now and she holds up her hand and she's like yeah sorry i'm engaged <laughs> well you could even do that where you know she's supposed to marry some asshole or something like that and she she has to do her duty he's going to do his even though they're in love and it's like a tragic love story and then he walks away at the end of a droid who's just like well bb8 i think this is the start of a beautiful friendship Mm-hmm. And they walk right into a bar. <laughs> It'd be tricky though, because obviously he's the you know Jedi Master, but you wouldn't you wouldn't want him to show off his powers too much. I mean, obviously he'd have to bust out a lightsaber at some point, but like oh, he yeah. probably wouldn't get into a, a like a a duel with like a Force user. I wouldn't think. I mean, unless unless it was going to be something where he just encounters like this like dark side user who's not allied with the Sith or anything like that. So. In season two of Rebels, are there more Inquisitors? Yeah, yeah. I think we haven't seen them yet, but in the, the like a little like two episode premiere thing they just aired, there's a mention of more Inquisitors. Like send okay. another Inquisitor. Okay. So you could do, you could do an Inquisitor thing, or just I don't know. Maybe you know, there's all this potential for somebody who do just be like a a rogue dark Jedi with no alliance to the Empire or the Sith or anything like that. Well, maybe there's like a, like, you know, in addition to a, a female lead, there's like a, you know, the kid who tags along and Obi-Wan senses it there. Hmm. Possibly. Do we really sensitive. want a kid? No, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. A uh, kid just be salt in Obi-Wan's game the whole time. Yeah. Maybe like, hey, why don't you go gather some firewood? Come back in like half hour. <sighs> Obi-Wan's like, damn it, short round. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think... That could maybe make for an entertaining movie. Some set pieces. You're probably, you know, apparently Obi-Wan doesn't like to fly, so you're probably not going to get any space battles. Unless he's just the passenger and, like, you know, like the girl's the pilot. Yeah, you make her the pilot. You mm-hmm. didn't see where Obi-Wan has to, like, step out of the cockpit to, like, throw up real quick. I think the, I think the thing is you want to keep putting him in situations he hates. Really, like, work on his bitterness. I mean, do you just do it where, like, he's a full-on drunk for the whole first act? And she gets to, like, keep taking, like, jugs of wine out of his hand? Not a full-on drunk. I mean, I think he's functional. He's, like, he's maybe... He's, like, Tyrion, he, basically. He's maybe, like, two jugs of rum shy of, like, Captain Jack Sparrow. Hmm. Does he, like, drunkenly use the Force in, like, like barroom arguments? Oh, now I... Yeah, now I just want to know what that would look like. <laughs> <laughs> like it's some sort of like bar bed or something you know yeah. well i just i want to see him trying to use the force but use it wrong <laughs> like rather than like flinging in the guy back he flings himself out a window there you go <laughs> and everyone's like i don't understand this bar brawl the guy's just beating himself up in front of us what is this blazing saddles <laughs> Yeah, it would seem like he'd have to keep his lightsaber somewhat hidden most of the time. Like, does he have a new policy now where if he uses it, like, he has to kill everyone in the room? So, like, <laughs> nobody can report that they, you know, witnessed a Jedi? I mean, I, it's still, like, there's no internet, though, in this, this universe, though. So there's it's still, there's a, the hollow net. It's still, it's a pretty big place. So it's like, it's, 
I don't know how much words getting out though, you know, and even if it is, it's like people would probably be like, you didn't see a Jedi shut the fuck up. Well, it's like, like They're so many dead. steps to him in a bar and you know, he finally like his last resort. Cause the guy's shooting at him. He has to bust his uh, lightsaber out to block the shots. And he's like, great. You just signed the death warrant of everyone in this room. And he just methodically kills them all. I think you'd be too drunk to kill them all methodically. <laughs> Semi-methodically. I feel like if you start him off in Tatooine, you have somebody come up to him who like would, reveals would, would you do on, the uh hold on, reveals that they're actually like part of the Rebel Alliance and they're just like Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're not an easy man to find. And so they try to like recruit him, and he's just like, Let me put this delicately, fuck off. I'm not joining it. So then like, you know, well, no, five, you gotta, minutes, you later, do the, five uh, minutes later, he discovers that guy's dead. Yeah. And Obi-Wan realizes like, oh, no, you're, you're missing the the uh, the awful throat callback is where, you know, the, the princess who ever comes in and she has to drop the uh, help, help me Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. And it's just like, then you're hopeless. And he just like takes another swig of beer. And it falls out of his chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shits his pants. I don't know if Lucasfilm's going to approve our Obi-Wan movie. You do the, the clue <laughs> thing where every time somebody's around Obi-Wan, like they're checking their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan hasn't showered in five years. Uh. <laughs> like, I think you'd be, you'd have permission to put him in like some like not Jedi robes for once, right? I, I feel like you could. Because uh, have to be a little incognito. You could definitely have him dress up. You know, but I, I think as long as by like the uh, like the third act, he's like putting back on his like robes and stuff. You know, I guess I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the Jedi robes. I mean, maybe you could dress like like Luke and Return of the Jedi or something like that. Mm. Just want to we want to look a little cooler. Like maybe he has I mean, to dress like a smuggler or something. You definitely like want to start this like. 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, though, right? Well, you do, I mean, yeah, somewhere between 5 to 10 years. You know, like, like all hope is lost for, like, the Jedi at this point. I like Luke, the idea Luke that is still you, young enough. Right. I like the idea that you can squeeze in, like, potentially three Obi-Wan movies in a 10-year time span. Mm -hmm. Easily. I mean, would you just go full on like Indiana Jones style where it's like Obi-Wan Kenobi and the something something, you know? It's really, they get, they need the answer. Like he always ends up at uh, tattooing at the end of each movie. It goes back to drinking. That would be fascinating. That's why I said, I, if you're doing three, I would start him not on tattooing and then have him, have him be planted there. I, I feel like you don't gain anything by, if you're going to show him in a bar, show him in the cantina. And that's just that's just gold. I guess, yeah. Uh, that that lets us know how everybody in the cantina knows him because he's there every day drinking. Mm -hmm. But I think that they don't just know him. I think a lot of them either hate him or are scared of him, and I think you want to show that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, like, let's talk about what our budget is here. If you want a big action thriller, like mm -hmm. mystery element, I will gladly deliver that. If you want to just have it set solely like over an hour and a half in the cantina, we'll do that too. Cause that could be a lot of fun. I want to That'd see be a very different kind of star Wars movie. Obi-Wan getting a drunken fight, like a drunken art screaming match with a droid that he then punches. And then he just does that thing where he just shakes his broken hand. <laughs> Or he thinks it's a droid, but it's actually just the jukebox that he's yelling at. 
I mean, they could, you know, like maybe him, him and his princess have to go undercover as like smugglers or pirates or something like that. Like, you know, in Attack of the Clones, there's this like theoretical, like good idea there where it's like Anakin and Padme have to like, you know, go undercover to like get back to Naboo, like incognito. It went nowhere. Yeah, they dropped it. It's like, it's like one scene where they're just like on like some passenger ship. Like that, theoretically, that would have been like a good romantic setup, you know, like he has to play her husband or something like that, you know, like Casino Royale style, something, something to that effect where they they have to pretend to be intimate and then become intimate. Of course, I went nowhere in Attack of the Clones, but. I always love in the Daniel Craig Bond movies that they always try to get him to go undercover and he throws that out real Mm -hmm. quick every time. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see Obi-Wan being a little bit of James Bondish. Oh, in what way? He's, he, well, he's got some chill to him, you know? Like, when he walked into the bar and attacked the clones, he's basically like, Anakin, take it easy. Yeah. You don't want to sell me death sticks. Mm-hmm. What was, I can't remember now after we read that, like, leaked episode two script and then actually saw the movie, which was real or not, but the... Uh, and I think he was a she. And be especially careful. <laughs> yeah, he must be extra cautious. I think you could it's like work Anakin. In, women are dangerous. I think in the second movie, you work in like the uh, the femme fatale from his past, who almost became like Mrs. Kenobi. <laughs> well, I, I know I, it's it's so anti Jedi, but just imagine if like people are like, "Oh my God!" Like Ben, who is she? And he's just like, "My ex wife." My ex wife. Yeah. Why <laughs> not? Well, I. I do you think it'd be good like if you could have a an obi-wan ancestor show up in the sequels like i wouldn't mind that at all mm. that would open up the uh the force user pool more to more than just skywalkers basically mm-hmm. or like and i guess maybe uh, finn might have some force potential it's not clear maybe finn is obi-wan's kid he, he could be yeah oh if, if our princess here was um, you know, what? some if she was what if she was, you know, a person of color, mm. um, you know, Finn could definitely be his, his grandson or, or son. I mean, I don't know, timeline wise. I get probably not son. It had to be grandson. I would uh yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. Um I would love a movie where it's set like uh like, you know, thirty years after not thirty years. It's set, you know, 10, 15 years, 20 years after after these prequel movies of Obi-Wan, these in-between in movies, what do you call them, interstitial movies. Where it's like, Yeah, where it's like, uh, there's like four or five Obi-Wan offspring who are like, uh, they're all like half-siblings. Yeah. Because they I all have like mothers. Yeah. Well, he did a lot of hard living to age so much in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to show that on screen. Well, I think, you know... Obi-Wan, he's trying to punish himself, too. He's trying to disappear. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's mm-hmm. thinking he can, like, drink himself into becoming one with the Force. <laughs> That's his meditation. What if he's talking to himself every once in a while, too? Like, he's, like, talking to Yoda and Qui-Gon, but you never actually see them? I can see that. Oh, you know, one thing I was wondering, like, like where does Obi-Wan get his money? Because right. he, he has some, some little hut. I mean, like, where does he get supplies and whatnot? Does he just steal them with the Force? I feel like he's just constantly like 
Not Does he just like people. like drive into like the uh, the most likely Seven Eleven and like do the Jedi mind trick and walk out with a bunch of uh, you know like food and drink? Yeah, you don't need for me to pay for this big gulp. Also, you don't need for me to pay for that giant foot long hot dog I'm about to acquire. Mm-hmm. He just like goes back to his uh, little hut in the Junlin waste. I mean, I he's he... he's got to be getting supplies from somewhere. I feel like he's observing a lot of people like trying to scam each other in this like uh, uh, like dusty uh, space Casablanca, and like he maybe just like only gets involved so much to like make it a little bit less terrible for them, and he skims a little bit off the top. Is it possible that he just has like some uh, some like undercover Jedi account he can tap into whenever he needs? No, I feel like he's he's constantly running into like smugglers and crooks who want to pay him to be a consultant, and they like they'll like lay out their plan for this thing, and then he's just like, "You want my advice? It's a terrible idea," and he just gets his like coin and leaves. <laughs> I feel like you probably couldn't do that for too long before they start paying you for advice. I almost want it to be without the gambling per se. Uh, this might be a controversial opinion, but I actually really did enjoy the Mel Gibson Maverick movie. That's not controversial. I think a lot of people might disagree with me now, but I really did enjoy that movie, and I would almost want it to be like pseudo reminiscent of that. Okay. I mean, that's that's what I would see with like uh, Maverick was uh, like a criminal, though. Yes and no. He, he By the way, the IMDb re- IMDb rating is seven out of ten. I don't think it's that controversial. Good. Okay. You know, I just don't want Mel Gibson anywhere near it. But he was like a he was like a hustler in that, wasn't he? Uh, he he took like uh, the occasional legitimate job where he also would find an angle to make money on the side in addition to that. How do you work in Grando Calrissian into this though? Well, I mean, Londo seems like he's a little older, right? You could have the young Londo. Yeah. Although, eh, I mean, I don't know, that'd be like, you know, like 19-year-old Londo maybe or something. Mm. Like if this was 10 years after. Well, it's uh, not like Londo met Obi-Wan later. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you would do with that other than like, that to me would just be getting into like a lot of bad callbacks where it's like, oh, I've got this new ship. I really love it. Hope I never lose it in a card game, you know, like. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, we're like underselling it for like jokes, but like there's so much potential in a uh, Hugh McGregor led Obi-Wan movie. Well, I think there definitely is, but I think they need to allow Obi-Wan to be a human being. Yeah. In order for it to be interesting. Like well, if, uh, if he's just the like the, the straight man Jedi some more, it's not going to be too much fun. Well, I think don't be afraid to let him be a little bit pitiful at times, mm-hmm. but don't. But don't assume that by him being a little bit of a misanthrope that he's not also a hero. Um, I think he he needs an arc, and his arc is that uh, you know it, it didn't didn't work out for him. He's he's not not a very happy person. He he needs to be kind of pulled back into caring about things. Right. Yeah, you got to have a purpose in life. All right. Well, do we have any it more thoughts? It can't be uh, to like see if you can drink yourself into slumber earlier than you did the day before. 
Uh, okay. Well, I think we did a pig. Yeah, we did a pig. <laughs> Coming uh, soon to a What is it? Uh, six months about, right? A little less than six months. Looks like that, yeah. Yeah. We'll be back when we have something to talk about. We might. Uh, Comic-Con's in a few weeks. And there's some Star Wars presence at Comic-Con. So we'll see. Maybe in a couple weeks we'll have like a new trailer or like a scene or something like that. Or we'll just pitch our Obi-Wan sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll workshop this Obi-Wan sequel a little further. Mm-hmm. Until then, may the Force be with you. Always. Always.